You are listening to Alter Echo, a scripture and message podcast with pastors Andy Smith and Kim Kylo of St. John's Lutheran Church, ELCA, Lakeville, Minnesota. Thanks for joining us and worshiping with us. Well, hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Some of you are listening to Alter Echo before New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and some of you are listening to it on New Year's Eve or New Year's Day, and others of you may be listening to this on Sunday, January 2nd, but the wish is still the same for all of you. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. We have we've moved from one year to the next, and some of us, I think, sometimes just think of it as the change from one day to the next, but a new year is still a new year. It's a new start. There's something spiritual and transcendent about a new year coming to us as a gift, as a possibility, as as an open book and a a blank slate story yet to be written. So I welcome uh, 2022 with you and wish you a happy new year. And it really fits this year with our need to move out of an old year of struggle and, and hardship and, and, and sickness for many and even death and uh, a pandemic and continue to pray that we work and do our part to help all of us get past this and into a new time of new health. So welcome on this important weekend and it is a weekend of celebration. We are in chapter 19 of We Make the Road by Walking, and uh, you're going to hear, if you have read this chapter, uh, a very important chapter. It's called Jesus' Coming of Age, and we are going to talk about what it means for Jesus to come to age and for all of us to come to age as well. So I invite you to take your Bible out and turn to the Gospel of Luke, the third Gospel, We're in chapter 2 still. This is the very end of the Christmas story and the merging into the next chapter of Jesus' life and and others' lives. And so we're in chapter 2 starting at verse 39. We'll go to the end. We'll go into chapter 3 all the way to verse 14. And then we'll briefly read those words about Jesus' baptism in verses 21 and 22 of Luke chapter 3. So here is the gospel for us this weekend, everyone. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they, this is the Holy Family, returned to Galilee from their time in Egypt to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. Now, every year, his parents, Jesus' parents, went to Jerusalem for the festival of the Passover, And when he was 12 years old, they went up as usual for the festival. When the festival was ended and they started to return, the boy Jesus stayed stayed behind in Jerusalem. But his parents did not know it. (laughs) Assuming that he was in the group of travelers, they went a day's journey. Then they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. When they did not find him... They returned to Jerusalem to search for him. And three days, after three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Child, why have you treated us like this? Look, Your father and I have been searching for you in great anxiety. 
He said to them, Why were you searching for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. Then he went down with them, came to Nazareth, and was obedient to them. His mother treasured all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in years and in divine and human favor. In the 15th year of the reign of Emperor Tiberius, when Pontius Pilate was governor of Judea, and Herod was ruler of Galilee, and his brother Philip, ruler of the region of Eturia and Trachonitis, and Lysanias, ruler of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Anna and Caiaphas, the word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, in the wilderness. He went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. John said to the crowds that came out to be baptized by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Bear fruits worthy of repentance. Do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our ancestor. For I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children to Abraham. Even now the axe is lying at the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, What then should we do? In reply he said to them, Whoever has two coats must share with anyone who has none. And whoever has food must do likewise. Even tax collectors came to be baptized, and they asked him, Teacher, what should we do? He said to them, Collect no more than the amount prescribed for you. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what should we do? He said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats or false accusation, and be satisfied with your wages. Now, when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, my Beloved. With you I am well pleased. Dear friends, this is the Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. All right, we could go a lot of directions today. We're going to try to go one. <laughs> Sometimes they used to say, how many points should a good sermon have? And the answer is, at least one. <laughs> Here's um, a story that takes us from Jesus being two, three, four years old for however long Joseph and Mary stayed down in Egypt to coming home after that and immediately moving to the next scene of Jesus being 12 in the temple during the time of Passover and this whole left-behind, home-alone type scene. It's almost laughable, and yet 
I will tell you that I remember when my oldest daughter, Siri, was a little kid. I was down in Orlando, Florida doing a wedding. And we were at the, at the pool or the beach uh, across from Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom. And just in a split second, with all these people around, we lost sight of Siri. And we, we, we panicked. We absolutely panicked and ran and, and even screamed a little bit, of course, and went looking for her in what probably was a minute or two felt like an eternity. And we finally found Siri, this little toe-headed kid, amidst a 100 or 500 other little toe-headed kids. And we never were so filled with anxiety and fear and grief and yet joy and the, the, the incredible relief that comes with something like this. Can you imagine Jesus' mom and dad for three days, actually four, you know, they were gone for a day and then they looked for him for three days, sleepless nights, I'm sure, finally finding him in the temple. Oh my goodness. So we went from three or four years old or two to 12, and then suddenly to 30. We skip everything from 12 years old to 30 when he's finally baptized by his cousin, his relative, John the Baptist. So what do we say about this today? It's called Jesus Comes of Age. I hope by now you are realizing and sensing that the Bible, and particularly Jesus' story, is not just Jesus' story or God's story. It is so meant to draw us in, I suppose like a good novel, but even more because this is holy and perfect in God's kingdom being laid out in front of us before our very eyes and in our hearts. We are meant to be so drawn into this story that the story isn't just about us, about Jesus, but it's also about us. If Jesus comes of age, this story is about us coming of age also. Jesus at age 12 was making it obvious to people that he was coming of age in holy and divine ways. When I was age 12, I was still raiding the refrigerator of the church after junior choir <laughs> looking for brownies or leftover cake from the ALCW meetings. So maybe coming of age started to happen for me just like for you later. But what is this story about? It's about a transformation. Not just maybe a one-time transformation, but an ongoing transformation that happens little by little by little. Curiously, this lines up for us on the 2nd of January, at the beginning of a new year when hopefully our perspectives are open to being more and more transformed. It also lines up with us beginning a new theme at St. John's this year, which goes like this. Transformed people transform people. So, what is the transformation being spoken of here? It is actually the transformation brought about by repentance. You heard John the Baptist say, bear fruits worthy of repentance. I come proclaiming a baptize, baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. So for the next little while that we're together today, can I help change your understanding of what repentance is? Can I do that? You and I have been taught to think of repentance 
as simply the repenting of our sins, which in our minds means telling God about our sins. It's the act of us kneeling at the communion rail or sitting in our pew before we come up for communion and starting to enumerate our sins. I suppose it's the act of somebody getting into a confessional booth with a priest and through the screen telling about their sins. Well, that isn't repentance. That's confession. Repentance is for the forgiveness of sins, John says. But what does that mean? Repentance for the forgiveness of sins means that when we understand that Jesus forgives our sins, we understand, and I think here's a new awareness for us, we understand that Jesus doesn't seek revenge on us. That's what forgiveness is. Jesus takes our sins and puts them away. That's what forgiveness is. Jesus doesn't use them to come back on us in revenge. So repentance for the forgiveness of sins means that when we come to Jesus, we say to Jesus, Jesus, we want your perspective. We are people who want to exact revenge on others when they sin against us. We want your perspective of putting away those sins so that they're gone, they're forgiven. We want your perspective. Jesus, we want your perspective of loving all of humanity. When we look at people, we put them into groups and categories and, and stratification. Jesus, we want your perspective where those categories don't exist where one and all are exactly equal, no different at all, despite the idiosyncrasies that each of us has. Jesus, we want your perspective. This is what repentance is, folks. Repentance is coming of age out of our very, very small, human, trapped perspectives into growing into Jesus' perspective, Jesus' way, Jesus' kingdom from God. When we have been baptized, the seed has been planted in us for us to be able to do this. The seed of repentance, the seed of turning away from the old and coming of age, growing up into the new. I've got my Greek New Testament in front of me. I'm going to read to you the verse, the half of a phrase that John says when he tells the people, bear fruits worthy of repentance. It goes like this, poiesete un carpus axius tes metanoias. Repentance is metanoia. Metanoia isn't just a turning around and away from sin as though we just confessed it, but it's a change of lifestyle. It's the seeking of a new perspective, God's perspective. On my desk, I have a little paperweight that I got when I was on a family foundation board some years ago. All it says is this, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? <laughs> what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? What are the people 
ask of John the Baptist when he's telling them about the coming Messiah? What do they ask John? They say, what then should we do? The question on my paperweight is, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? What's John's answer? John's answer is, you do the things of the kingdom of God. You be so immersed in God that the way God is and the way Jesus is becomes the way you are. You can't fail by doing that. So John gives an example. If you've got two coats, which means two or more, (laughs) you must share with somebody who has none. What is our instinct? Our instinct is to be greedy, to protect what we've got. It's just that way. We are so self-centered. And we have to look at that self-centeredness, that instinct, and push strongly back against that. Because if we're going to ever come of age, self-centeredness and selfishness has to go away. We have to so desire to turn completely away from that that we look outward, upward, downward, around, and see all of God's people around us and see ourselves as one of all of those, in this case, seven billion or more people who God loves and who are children of God. Paul or John also says to the tax collectors when they said, what should we do? He says, don't collect any more than is prescribed for you. Tax collectors were well known for shaking people down for far more and scaring them that if they didn't pay, something would happen to them. Sounds kind of like the mob. No, John says, your instinct is to do that because you can, but this isn't what God's kingdom is about. If you're immersed in God, you're immersed in fairness, in justice, in doing your job well and honestly and respectably. What does he say to soldiers when they say, what should we do? He says, do not extort money from anyone by false threats or accusations and be satisfied with your wages. A similar answer to the tax collectors. What should we do? We should do what God and God's kingdom calls us to do and be. And when we do, we cannot fail. Everyone Are you immersed enough in God, in your faith, in the Bible, the biblical story? Are you immersed enough in it that you are starting more and more day by day to become more and more like God's kingdom, like who Jesus is, like who God calls us to be and baptizes us to be? That's what coming of age is all about. Repentance is about the desire to take on God's perspective in Jesus' way. Repentance is about the desire to take on God's perspective in Jesus' way. It is the intentionality of putting away our old self, almost like moving from one year to the next, putting away the old and entering the new with brand new hopes and desires with brand new faith, with a brand new understanding that faith isn't just one option of many in this life. It is the option which changes everything else.
So, dear friends, what would you attempt to do if you knew you could not fail? You would attempt to come of age like Jesus did. Live into your baptisms today. Start anew. Ask God for a new opening in your mind and your soul to see God, to understand God more, to want what God wants, and to not want what our instincts tell us we always should want. Dear friends, you are children of God, and you've been baptized. And with you, God, like God was with Jesus, is well pleased. Let this new year be blessed as we live into it and come of age more and more. Amen. And now God's word is alive in us again anew. And we get the blessing of being called to let it echo through us out into the world in which we live. Everyone, if you wish to give your offering now to support things like this podcast and the work and ministry of St. John's Church in Lakeville, Minnesota, I invite you to do that. Please go to our website at sjlcl.org. I'll repeat it, sjlcl.org. And up in the right-hand corner, you'll see a little button named Donate. Hit that button, and you can give your offering to God and for the work of God in the world through this church in Lakeville, Minnesota. Thank you in advance for the gifts and the offerings that you give. And now as we go on our way, we are sent with the blessing of peace, the benediction. Dear friends, may the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face and the rains fall soft upon your fields. And until we meet again, till we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. God loves you, everyone. God be with you until next week.